you're waking up in the day and eating right away, already your insulin is being fired out, especially yeah. if it's a carb-rich breakfast. Right, and no break. No, right? no so break. no break. Your insulin's like your pancreas is like, okay, by the end of the day, I'm tired. And so guess what? The receptors are, you know, from that little message from the insulin constantly pumping out, they get tired, and then you end up storing fat. Hi, I'm Mary Wong. And I'm Dr. Tanya Wild. We're wellness experts, fertility strategists, and moms who overcame infertility infusing science and all things natural. We are on a mission to boost your mood, your bod, and your inner mama spirit as you navigate this thing called life. From fertility to pregnancy and mamahood through menopause. Think of us as your own personal fertility squad as you make, grow, birth, and raise your baby. Fasten your seatbelts, lean, lean in, and get ready to learn and be encouraged. This is my Fertology Podcast. We were always taught the most important meal of the day is... Well, breakfast. Of course. Right? Because that's what we grew up with. Right. Mm -hmm. But no. No, it's not. This is actually a big misconception yeah. that I actually sadly taught my patients for many years. But where did this concept originate? I don't know if you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't know. Enlighten us, Dr. Tanya. So, so, so breakfast, this whole misconception that it's the most important meal of the day, it actually came from industry. So sugar industry and grain industry, we were all taught. It, it kind of infiltrated, that message got infiltrated into... Uh, healthcare because dietitians were saying you need to eat breakfast. It stimulates your metabolism. It gets your, you know, blood sugar stable if you start the day with breakfast and eat every three hours. And and although that works in a way, if you're eating healthy, I had a lot of patients with a lot of plateaus along the way if they were trying to lose weight. And we discovered that it actually does the opposite of stimulating your metabolism. It actually slows your metabolism because if you think about it, you're starting off the day especially if you're eating something unhealthy. Well, like and especially cereal. now, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, before we used to eat things that were grown in the earth, right. and now we are eating, like, boxed cereal. Right, and the right? cereal aisle keeps getting bigger and bigger, and there's a huge marketing component mm -hmm. to the point where cereal boxes have cute little eyes and pictures of little cartoon characters of the best shows on TV, and they're sitting there on a box looking down at kids who are looking back up at them and saying... Mommy, mommy, buy that cereal. And so we're taught through our kids too, we need to buy them that cereal. They're convincing us. And then we totally. want to model good behavior and eat breakfast like we're being told by nutritionists and dietitians and naturopathic doctors in, in my case, mm -hmm. in many cases, until we understood and recognized that, first of all, you don't have to eat right when you get up. And secondly, the food choices need to be different. So, yeah. and, and you know, I love it that you say this because... You know, just like everything, our insides need to wake up, right? Mm -hmm. Do you wake up and, and you're like, okay, I need to eat right away. <laughs> so I used to, that's a good question. I used to, I used to wake up and eat, eat every few hours. And then in order to sleep, I would eat. And I've, I did, yeah. Like right before bed. Oh yeah. Yes. I would kind of help me sleep, but now I don't need to eat before bed to sleep. But it's interesting, mm -hmm. this, this right. whole concept that you're supposed to eat every few hours and my weight at certain points in life weren't, wasn't the most ideal, but 
uh, understanding beyond weight just what it that does to your metabolism. And it's basically setting you up for pre-diabetes and diabetes, which is what I'm trying to avoid, especially knowing I have polycystic ovary syndrome, which is one of my driving forces to stay healthier. So yeah, so this is so basically this important this is such an important topic because yeah. nobody talks about when. No. They'll say what? But not when how. and how, yeah. yeah. But like why? So thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so so does that mean though that we never eat breakfast? No, but like well it's about, we all eat, eat breakfast break because fast. we break because the fast. Breaks. Exactly. Yeah, we break yes. the fast, yes. right? And yes. we all do it and culturally there's even religious ceremonies around breaking the fast at a very specific time. Yes, yes, yes. So we all break the fast and now it's just figuring out when. And really, that's a matter of lifestyle and convenience. But we'll talk about that in a moment. Let's talk about what fasting even is and what does it mean? So when you hear the word fasting, what does that, what is it, what do you think of automatically? Just, you know, abstaining from food altogether. Right. So, and that is correct if if we're trying to apply intermittent fasting which was what I advocate. Dr. Jason Fung, this wonderful nephrologist based out of Toronto, is a big advocate, and he wrote The Diet Doctor, and he talks all about the background and the reasons and the physiology and the whys. And when you fast, essentially, and drink water, so it's not fasting without water, it's fasting with water, and there are strategies that you can apply to even help you so that, you know, you, through your beginning attempts to do fasting, but The why is that it actually gives your pancreas a break from constantly shunting out insulin. If you're waking up in the day and eating right away, already your insulin is being fired out, especially if it's a carb-rich breakfast. Right, and no break. No, so no break. Your insulin's like your pancreas is like, okay, by the end of the day, I'm tired. And so guess what? The receptors are, you know, from that little message from the insulin constantly pumping out, they get tired and then you end up storing fat and your metabolic parameters get thrown off. Your metabolism slows. So it does the opposite. So we want to be nice to our pancreases. Yes. We wake it up slowly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because when we support our pancreas, we then ultimately support our thyroid. We also support our adrenal brain connection and then we feel healthier. We, We can, not that I advocate less sleep, but we can sleep with more vitality when we wake up in the morning we feel more rested we have more energy and we're healthier so well, you know when you say about sleep it's also quality sleep it's not yes. just quantity so of sleep. it's better quality yes. sleep Absolutely. yes so fasting what is that how can you apply it how can you start to fast if it's something that makes sense to, for you in your lifestyle you so the way it's advocate with this advocated with this intermittent fasting is you prolong your window of fasting to anywhere from 12 to 16 hours people who have type 2 diabetes can go longer on some days of the week and drink water only um but there's a lot of people will do the 16-8 which means you fast for 16 hours and then you eat over an eight hour period right and that can move right because it's not like oh gosh everybody has to run the same schedule especially when you're working yes Mm -hmm. so there was this study that they did um, amongst a group of of humans and (laughs) it's important to note because many studies are done yes you're right 100 percent mice right one yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so and they divided the humans into two groups both the the bigger group was before they divided them they wanted to make sure that they had pre-diabetes, which, as we know, one in three Canadians have. Right. And they divided them into two groups. They both ate the standard American diet, which, as we know, is not the, exactly the most healthy diet. But they both groups had 
pre-diabetes, high lipids, so high cholesterol, high yeah. blood pressure, borderline, basically like the picture of metabolic syndrome, we call it. So high cholesterol, high blood pressure, waist circumferences that were too big um, for optimal health because that's, mm-hmm. did you know that there's something called the VAT? It's becomes its own organ. It's called the VAT. It's like the visceral adipose tissue. I didn't know, the name, yes, I do know yes. that. So absolutely. it increases cytokines yes. and inflammatory markers. Yes, so, absolutely. So they had bigger bellies and and disproportionate, so unhealthy metabolic parameters. When they were divided into the two groups, one group followed a fasting routine, ate the same number of calories as the other group. The other group did not fast. And what they found at the end of the two months, I believe it was, the period of time studied, they found that their the group who did the fasting ate the same number of calories as the other group, ended up reversing their type two or their prediabetes. Their cholesterol got better, their blood pressure got better. They lost their waist circumference shrunk, but they didn't lose weight. So that was kind of intriguing to me, because clearly calories do matter. But they were starting to shift, so their fat percentage was going down, their lean body mass right. was going up, uh, and their metabolic parameters were improving. And which meant that they actually lost fat because, of course, muscles truly does weigh more than fat. So did I just? <laughs> I don't know. No, what I just said. it's okay. But you know, that's actually a good misconception to debunk because a pound of feathers is a pound of, of bricks. And but but as you're going up in muscle, you're going down in fat. Yes. And that's what I'm what, saying. Yes, yes. I said it but, wrong. But no, 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 you didn't say it wrong. It was cute because honestly, it's a good point to make because people think that fat weighs more than, no. Which, which one did you say? One of the, the, the misconception is that the muscle weighs more than fat. But, oh, hmm, good question. We're, we're talking, like we're if you're looking at a concentration, mm-hmm. like of actual lean muscle yeah, mass, yeah. it's going to weigh more than the actual fat tissue. The right, I quantity. guess in the, in the same space. In the same quantity, space. in the same yes, space. Actually, that's no. what I mean. So sorry, then. Yes, then I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm thinking sorry, patients, because I would say, no, it doesn't. But in the same space, it does. Yes. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, we're diverting. Yeah. So we're totally diverting. But the, but the bottom line is that with between these two groups, um, they ate the same calories, one fasted, and it was actually interesting. They ate as early as 7 a.m., but then they were done by 3. So they had a earlier window. So really, it depends on your lifestyle as to when you decide to eat. Absolutely. And choose that 8-hour window if that's the window that you decide in order to start your fasting. Or you can move up. For me, I, I, because I was eating all the time, healthy-ish, <laughs> I'm not perfect, um, I ended up having the cho- days I choose to fast. I, as I did the transition, I ended up adding an hour of, of fasting. So I was going from like 12 hours to 13. And then I worked my way up to 16 hours of fasting and then eating over an eight hour window. And you don't have to do it all the time. Patients who have type two diabetes, I would recommend probably considering it. But if you're just trying to get healthier for the reasons apparently that it acts actually anti-aging. So Although that would be a motivating factor. Like, hello, all the women's like, boop, right? Perked up. Right. Yeah, it's like anti-aging. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right? So apparently so, when you're in your fasting window, your DNA is being repaired. How cool is that? Yes, of course. Right? So not just for prediabetes and polycystic ovary syndrome for me, but to look younger, feel healthier, and repair faster. Yeah. Well, right? it is about repairing faster and mm-hmm. rejuvenation and having your cells be as healthy as possible. So mm-hmm. absolutely. So and sugar can, you know, as you t- said in their last podcast, sugar becomes molasses in our body. How mm-hmm. well is that going to work? Right? Yeah. Yes. So if we don't give breaks, we get molasses. <laughs> if we give breaks, we have fluid like rivers going through our arteries. 
So then, you know, let's talk about when we're talking about intermittent fasting and everyone's lifestyle and how I mentioned that, you know, transformation doesn't mean that you do a full 180 or whatever it is. Some people will, but for the most part, if you want something to last with longevity, then it's about transitioning Mm -hmm. little bits at a time. And you said you did that, right? You started off like, you know, making the fasting time a little longer Kudos to my patients who can just jump right in. And a lot of patients, maybe culturally, they already do kind of cut themselves off after dinner from eating. And I think it's it's not an uncommon thing to, you know, to have that motivation. We used to say, don't dine after nine. Oh, yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. So I like so for me, mm-hmm. like in terms of not eating late, mm-hmm. um, just on a personal level, I found that when I eat later, it impacted my sleep. It, mm, you know, diff- more difficulty fall asleep, oh, okay. more difficulty staying asleep, or like nightmares. If I, I for sure, if I have sugar before bed, I get mm-hmm. nightmares. Mm, so you know. So for me, and I'll tell you, I'm no saint. Like I do have a little bit of a like. I would love dark chocolate mm. any time of day. Like mm-hmm. yes, yeah, me too. I so, could go for that. Yeah, but mm. so I don't. And so my trick. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess maybe we're getting ahead of the schedule here. But oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll say <laughs> my can, trick later. Yeah, we could say your trick later. That works yeah. too for sure. Okay, keep but, it. You gotta. But entice. the point is, the yes. point is, there is a, are tricks, and you know, mm-hmm. in in helping you have that healthier fasting time right Mm -hmm. so like how do we stop ourselves from eating too late right so one actually helpful tip we could talk about tips but in terms of fasting i mean why not right so in terms of fasting how do you just go from eating all the time to not eating you can and in fact it's actually important to know a little bit of the physiology behind why patients or people will sometimes get kind of a feeling of low blood sugars mm, our yes. body is expecting to get food at certain times as it's trained you know you wake yes. up you eat breakfast our insulin's already pumping out even before the meal so we get a little low from just that that habit and then at first our bodies we're not going to die we're actually safe we're, we we might not feel great um, during this first transition as our body actually makes breakfast for us. <laughs> nice. So glycogen stored in our liver breaks down to glucose and then we have some sugar in our blood. So in our reserves. Exactly. And for many of us, we have a lot of reserves. And that's right. <laughs> I was going to say next. If, we, if we've used up that breakfast from our liver, the next step is to use our fat reserves. Yes. So we, we do. And, and uh, from there, during those little transitions as our body's making blood sugar, we might feel a little bit distracted um, with low blood sugars, kind of a low because our pancreas is put, putting out insulin into our blood and, and we feel a little bit of a low as the sugar declines. Um, as we transition from our breakfast stores in our liver to our fat stores. So actually exercise is a really good distraction. You would think rest but movement actually gets your adrenal glands to tell your liver, make more, make more glucose, make yes. more breakfast. So it's actually helpful to distract with a walk. Yes. Which you do. Every mornings. single day. Yeah. But yes. now we're giving our tips away. I thought oh. it was at the end, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So distraction is helpful for during fasting. And then when you're fasting, you can also uh, drink electrolyte drinks without sugar. You can do bubbly water. You can. Right. Instead of just, um, Sorry. Choosing water. Yeah, over, like different type, exactly. Over energy drinks or like anything yes. that contains sugar, even right. if it's like fruit sugars, right? Yeah. Concentrated fruit sugars. Yeah. Sounds kind of good, but really it's it's just sugar. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Water. So water, bubbly water, um, tea that you've brewed up and turned into popsicles with stevia if you really crave that sugar taste. 
Um, or you can even do Zevia Pop, which is like, you know, bubbly water. If you're in the, in the evening, you're not going to wake up and have Zevia Pop. Well, maybe right. some people will. But in the evening, if you're craving, you can, you know, chew on a popsicle or you can have some um, Zevia Pop or, or any, you know, unsweetened Perrier yes. drinks, beverages. So, and then I want to add in, because I had a patient that thought Stevia was the end-all be-all. Mm. So she started putting into everything, like, you know, all the time. Oh, right. And it actually caused gastrointestinal distress. Yeah, so a lot of stevias are sweetened with erythritol and that can cause GI distress. That's good Mm -hmm. to know, yes. Right, so when we say this, we do Mm -hmm. with the word of caution, right? Like anything in excess is not so good. Yes. Yes. Even when it's healthy. And it's for the transition. You won't be doing this long term. It's more just for transition. But yes, anything in excess, definitely not good. You don't want to be fasting days on end either. No. Okay, so... Then for you, this is a lifestyle choice. So some yes. people do intermittent fasting mm-hmm. as like a dieting strategy. Yeah. So we're looking at fasting for health, for health and anti-aging. for longevity and, and anti-aging mm-hmm. in a way that's like, that lasts forever, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So then let's now go into the tip because I could see that we're... Oh, yeah. Getting to the end of time. And, yes, you know, we so love to keep talking. <laughs> we do. There's no shortage of talking. But no. <laughs> so tell me what, you know, what you do as a strategy for yourself for fasting. I mean, you're an expert now, but like to start out yeah. when you're like facing, it's like, oh my gosh, I would really die to have something right now. What do you do? So I actually brought in, so as my transition, I brought in coffee and I didn't used to be a coffee drinker. Interesting. Yeah. So, and it does bore a little energy from the adrenals, which does cause that extra little kick on the glycogen from release from the liver. So coffee helps and lots of water. So I'm giving you more than one tip and, and, and riding, like I'll go exercise for sure. Distract. Okay. Mm -hmm. Super helpful. So for me, it's not a, it's interesting that you chose the word distraction Mm. because I just come from a place of like, what is going to make me feel healthy. Yes. And so mm-hmm. I know that I feel more energized just naturally if I wake up and do something more invigorating. So, yeah, you yeah, know, no, in sure. my earlier years, I mm-hmm. was doing a lot of running. I, you know, I've done the marathon. Mm-hmm. But now I'm Didn't like over that? 50 and like, you know what? I'm sorry, but yes. I can't run like I used to. So yeah. I now I do brisk walking. And Instead of mourning the loss, and there is a little loss with it, yeah. but now I'm just like grateful. It's like, gosh, yeah. like I get to connect with nature and I get to mm-hmm. walk and listen to podcasts. Yes. <laughs> and I would right? say distract. It's good that you point that out. I love how you truly listen. So distract, I was thinking more for the transition. Yes. But then you're right. It's like filling up your time with, with things that give you that like joie de vivre. Mm-hmm. And I would say that... Um, I really enjoy my coffee, my java now, and and, sure. and and I really enjoy a ride in the forest and being in touch with your five senses is key. We'll so talk about that another we time. We will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yes. my other t- one little tip yeah. after I eat, I don't know mm-hmm. if I mentioned it, I, I actually brush my teeth. Oh, that's smart. Right? Because yes. then afterwards, it's like, I don't want to brush my teeth again. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, and yes. I don't like, I'm the person that will like die hard no matter how I feel. Even when I was younger, if I was like hungover or what, well, like sickly, <laughs> <The> <laughs> like, I'll, like, brush, I'll brush my teeth, yes. right? It's like, yes. so yeah. Night's so night brushing and brushing, morning, but you're yeah. talking about at night before you go to bed. Well, or no, I would do dinner. it earlier. I would okay. do it after dinner so yes. that I don't worry about it later. Even if I like watch a movie, because oftentimes people mm-hmm. will associate eating. Like when you go to a movie theater, mm-hmm. I grew up going to the movie theater and you would buy snacks. Yes. 
to watch a movie. Right. So that's a very, uh, you know, that associative um, habit, yes. right? Yes. So now it's like, no, no, I don't have to eat when I watch. Right. I think a lot of people do. Yes. Right? Yeah. Watch TV and they'll eat bonbons. popcorn, <laughs> chips. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I was. I. I am guilty of it now. I'm not guilty, but I enjoy it sometimes yes. now. But I choose not to, and I've learned other strategies around that because of the way I feel and the knowledge I have behind why to fast. And it's also just figuring out what works for you lifestyle-wise yes. in terms of time. Because for me, when I'm fasting, I'll eat between 12 and 8, so it's a little bit later than what the study right. showed. And that's okay. It can be 11 to 7 that you eat or 10 to 6. It depends on what your work schedule yeah. is and your family life and such. And again, you know, you do it gradually so it may not be eight hours initially Mm -hmm. right that's right and so i like you i'm not going to feel guilty about it but yes of course there are times i'll Mm. sit and snuggle with my daughter and we'll like get some chips that's right no biggie and that's okay Okay? that's okay 80 20 rule guys yes and we'll talk about more of this kind of stuff later so So tell me what filled your cup today homework first (gasps) homework right (laughs) we would like for you to Think about how you could incorporate some fasting into your life, even if it's not making that big transition. Where would you have that in your life, fasting? And then my cup. Mm -hmm. How did I fill my cup today? I filled my cup this morning by calling a friend and singing. You've With got that a singing friend. Theme. Oh my gosh, I, that's amazing. Yes. Okay, we're going to have to sing sometime yes, for sure. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Harmonizing, awesome. yes. Yeah, I, I don't know how to harmonize. I'll just sing. Right. <laughs> well, I will harmonize on your singing. Woo-hoo. And we will share it with you okay. if you want to get So that will creative. fill my future cup. Yes. <laughs> and so today I was just really present to like what filled my cup was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, my husband set up our camera and like everything ready to go as mm. I walked in the door from my walk which I loved doing and that's Aww. partly what fills my cup Aww. and rather than just like coming from a place of because you know there's lots of things that he doesn't do but focusing, focusing on what he on did what does too and that does. is so important as women right? we need to constantly definitely admire and adore our spouses build them up and recognize what they do do I agree. Because yeah. it's Holy, otherwise, truly. like, I could yes. go down a list of... Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. that like, how awesome one. was that? Yes. Okay. So awesome. All right. I appreciate him, too. <laughs> Thank you, JL. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> See you soon.